Okay, here we are. Power rankings for the end of the second rotation. Trade deadline is looming. One trade has been made. The phones have been uh, active. Expect another trade. Could even be the North Stars again. Nobody's safe. You never know. But here we go. Um, first place, the California Golden Seals. Um, they, this is not a worst to first. They were actually ranked sixth last week ahead of the North Stars because I thought that they... Uh, outplayed the North Stars, and we were, you know, lucky to gut one out. So the Seals have been hot uh, recently after hitting rock bottom, made the adjustment, got Shawnee back there, developing the chemistry. Uh, I, I believe it's Shawnee and Antioch together, and then Rattler with uh, Q and Sips on the Q line. Sips making a case for an MVP similar to Chad last year, um, really playing well. If Riley plays well, the Seals will be good. If Riley is eh, the Seals will be in trouble. But they definitely were the most impressive team with a shellacking of the Tigers. So they're number one. Might might be the only time this year I get to put them up there, so I took advantage and threw them up there. Um, we'll, we'll get to the Nordiques number two, but after after posting making the Nordiques number two in the power rankings, um, Pangrazi... Uh, has a Mark D'Antonio chip on his shoulder, just uh, looking for any reason to be offended, probably to work himself up in a lather for the North Stars next week. But no offense to the Nordiques, but the Seals are number one this week. Huge game next week against the Whalers to keep their streak kind of going and the rise from the basement. Whalers, you know, there's this coalition of friendly GMs that makes me want to puke a little bit. I mean, we're all friendly, believe it or not. But then there's friendly and just being, you know, insane. So the Seals are out Shawnee. He's slotted number four. And the Whalers, cocky Whalers, are allowing Sugar, the number one overall pick, to sub for Shawnee. So we'll see how it goes. But big tilt next week. Can the Seals keep the momentum going against the Whalers? Checking in at number two, we have the Nordiques. Huge win for the Deeks uh, over the rising, vaunted Maroons. Uh, the Maroons had just disposed of the Whalers the week before rather easily. Uh, Maroons are the hottest team in the league, and Nordiques said, we do not care. We are here to stay. We don't care that we get no respect from anybody. All we do is win. Um, listen to the podcast last night, and Hedda said the only, there's one reason the Nordiques win, and I was just waiting for him to say Slick Rick, and he said Pangrazi. So um, 
I, which obviously that's the number two reason, or perhaps number one or one A. But this is definitely a two-headed monster. Slick Rick carrying the offense, Pangrazi keeping things um, contained on the back end, and then Antioch quietly has really sprinkled in some nice scoring. So uh, Nordiques raced out to a lead. Maroons came and tied it. I was like, okay, looks like the Marines are going to take control of this thing. But the Deke said, screw you. And we have a win for the Deeks. So um, that puts them number two in the standings, fighting for that uh, first-round playoff bye, which is very, very important. Um, they play the North Stars next week, and Penn Grazi's working up that chip on the shoulder to get himself lathered up for that. Um, the the North Stars and their devious ways have been texting Dave P. Are you going to show up next week? Are you going to show up next week? We... We, we can't, we really need you to show up next week so we can win, you know, trying to like bait Dave P into actually showing up, running his, you know, by running their traps a little bit. Um, if Dave P shows up, I like the North Stars chances. If Dave P, Dave P doesn't show up and the Nordiques are able to sub up, it'll make things harder. Um, I've, I think Antioch is out because he said he's not able to ref, so or maybe he's just be able to make it to the game. We shall see. But big game next week against the North Stars. Nordiques are right now are in contention for the number two spot, but they could probably got to win four more games to hold that spot. So number two, Nordiques. All right, checking in at number three, we have the Maroons. Um, I They just beat the Whalers the week before. The Whalers were on a bye, so I wasn't going to drop them lower than the Whalers. Um, so I think three is the right spot for them with a quality loss to the Nordiques. Um, they're still very good. I don't think Cam, yeah, Cam was out. Riley subbed. I saw him make lots of nice saves, so definitely can't pin it on the goalie. But, you know, Claus has been kind of Vesna caliber, so that could have been the difference in this one. Um, forgot to mention Sugar getting a little rub down with, with Slick Rick. I don't know what caused it. Um, the only video evidence, like Ben posted some video of them, allegedly going at it in the corner it looked uh it looked like nothing so i'm hoping that there is a little bit more that rick did to uh you know to deserve sugar saying that he was playing physical with them so um who knows it wasn't there for that but the maroons still a talented squad still vaunted still uh in contention for that number two buy um they are they, speaking of buys they are on a buy this week for week one like they always are so they kind of get that they're happy to get that buy out of the way early so then no one's got a game in hand on them and then they can make their comeback um so we will see maroons still a talented team ben and sugar doing what ben and sugar do um comes down to secondary scoring for them so we will see uh don't expect maroons have been uh very quiet on the trade front, um, especially at least with the North Stars. So I don't expect them to do anything, um, but we shall see. Number three, Maroons. Okay, number four, we have the Whalers on a bye. Um, trying to remember which Whalers were in attendance as subs. We had Chad uh, filled in to ref, which was nice of him. Um, don't remember seeing Drake out there. J-Flow subbing for somebody, maybe. Um, the Goose the goose was representing. He subbed for Dave P. 
Um, not exactly sure what else we had out there in whaler land, but definitely, you know, the once invincible whalers definitely feel like there's a little chink in the armor. This Maki buying the jersey of the Nordiques um, has ruffled some feathers uh, around the league and certainly in whalers camp. I mean, how dumb can Maki be? I mean, that, that really is offensive. I could see the K-Falks, you know, like you play for them, but uh, I don't know. For a smart guy, Maki, that seemed like a poor decision, you know, and then letting it leak to the press. Um, one thing, I don't know where to fit this in, so I'm going to put it in here. This Instagram account, there's an Instagram account, not MNLHL. It's wonderful. I don't know if it's Zeke Rollins. I don't know if it's Kimmel posting from Ohio, but I really enjoy it. And last I checked, there's only like 13 followers. we got 70 guys in the league, so we need to get those numbers up. And uh, we got to follow that guy on Instagram, and I encourage whoever that is. Nice content, and I like it. But number four, Whalers. Checking in at number five, we have the Americans. I moved them up from the previous instant rankings that had them uh, at number seven as a team with two hacks led by an idiot. Um, can't really put them beneath the North Stars, seeming how that they have beaten us twice. Um so same issues with the Americans, same pros, same cons. Great goalie. They got Proctor. They played Turtle at defense, which, um, you know, with Turtle and Ruble at D, you know, they certainly have a, a good back end. Um, I don't know if that's sustainable. I don't know if you can win with just, but I guess you just throw Proctor up there with anybody and let him do his thing. Um, but I don't, you know, I can't, I don't know exactly how they were running their lines, but, uh, you know, got gritty win. They were down 2 nothing, um in the third period, came back. They scored three unanswered to make it 3-2. to two. Uh, Then the, the North Stars actually had to tie it up and force overtime, and then uh, Guma with the game winner. Um, I'm not going to go over the Rutkowski-Guma stuff again. That's been covered ad nauseum on the podcast, et cetera. And I do want to stress that, you know, from my limited interactions with both of them, you know, I do enjoy both of them personally off the ice. It's just, uh, just some of my personal observations on the ice, but not the end of the world. Um, but apart from that, like Gumma has really, in my opinion, skated well this year. Like he's, his effort levels high, his strides better. So, uh, he was playing a good game, you know, regardless of any goalie interference, accusations, etc. So, uh, he's definitely played well for them, and he's an important piece of the puzzle. So Americans checking in at number five. Checking in at number six, we have the Tigers. Um, number seven will be the North Stars, both losing. And unsurprisingly, um, both teams um, at the bottom of the power rankings felt necessary to spice things up and make a trade, you know, so... Tigers um, obviously were playing at the same time that we were. I was a little surprised to learn, not that they lost. I mean, any, anybody can beat anybody in MNL, but when you hear that the score was like 7-2 to two or something like that, that's like, holy cow, how did that happen? So um, I listened to the podcast. Dylan just blamed the whole thing on Keela, which is pretty shitty to do coming from another goalie, um, and something tells me that that's not true. Um 7-2 game, can't really lay it at the goalie's feet. So we'll see. I mean, my opinion on the Tigers really doesn't matter because now after the trade, it's going to look a whole lot different. I assume they're going to do some combination of Skillman and Femme and Pete and Peso, 
or something like that. Um, and now after the trade, they did pick up, you know, they kind of traded one top, one medium, one bottom for, you know, one top and two mediums. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. I don't know if uh, Pellet and Bauer are going to be on the blue line. We shall see. Um, but it'll be interesting, and I'm pulling for them. Um, I do want the Tigers to do well, as, and I want the North Stars to do well, as obviously. But we'll see what the new look Tigers give us next week. But for now, they are checking in at number six. All right, checking in at number seven, I have the North Stars. They really should be six now that I think about it. Um, you know, they North Stars lost in overtime to the Americans. The Tigers got railroaded by the last place seal. So um, sometimes you sometimes you go stream of consciousness, you make a mistake. So, but again, same rationale as a Tiger. It doesn't matter um, what has happened in the past, other than where we're at in the standings. Doesn't matter. Uh, we got a new look, new trade, new life. And we have a huge game coming up next week against the Nordiques. And we will see what the new team looks like. Um, still figuring out what I'm going to do with the lines. Um, I thought Brett and Serta looked good together last week. And I could see keeping them together and then playing Trent with myself. Or I could stay at D and we could put Simmer up. Uh, Trent and Serta have developed some chemistry on Wednesday nights, so could play them together and then put me and me with Brett. I don't know if we have the speed or the stamina to pull that off, so we'll see. But uh, looking forward to, you know, brought I love Bauer, love Pellet, um, even learned to love Peso this year, but um, Vanandi's one of the best guys in the league, great locker room guy. Uh, I hear Simmer brings pretzels, you know. Um, Trent adds size, speed, Dan Campbell grit so really looking forward to it and I'm just hoping we can get off to a good start um, and then Spicy comes back after the new year we'll see if these North Stars can make a run at it um, or just end up here in the basement we'll see